Welcome to Markets Now. I'm Michelle Work with Brad Coima, Coima, Coima Barlake. Uh, we are seeing a little pressure over in the livestock this morning. The grain trade is mixed, but we have corn and soybean futures trying to uh, up a little bit here after some gains yesterday. So, Brad, let's talk about the cattle market. A little disappointing to see the market set back yesterday in live cattle when we had such good cash trade last week. So is this just routine profit taking in an otherwise bigger bull market? That would be my opinion, Michelle. Thanks again for having me on. I always enjoy it. Um, <laughs> I always wonder what they think when we're chuckling a little bit when we start always at the beginning of the program, right? Um, because I asked a stupid question maybe, huh? Yeah, no, no, actually, not so much. No, no, actually, you ask great questions and it's not easy to make me look good. And you seem to be able to, to pull that off at least sometimes. So, no, I, I, to answer your question, I think, you know, look back, you know, roll the tape back here a couple of weeks or even a couple of, you know, like for the last uh, six, seven, eight weeks, this market's had quite a rally. Who's kidding who? Yeah, I mean, yeah. we've gone on 23, four, five dollars, some of the contracts um, and very, very, very overbought statistically, you know, stochastics, RSIs, whatever you like to look at the best. So um, I, I guess I felt like Friday, little profit taking after, especially after a very, very strong week, two weeks really, uh, shouldn't have been terribly un, unexpected. Now today is our second day down. You know, I, you know, I think I've said this before on your program, you know, I mean, this is very fundamental, but um, I kind of, you know, three days against a trend is when some of us start to go like, wait a minute, maybe we're turning trends. So, you know, the second day down is often where the speculator might step in and say, oh, well, I'll take a shot at it. It's probably just a correction in a bull market, which I guess is what I think it is, at least in the short term. That's how the market still feels to me. So I, I do like the fact that the forward spreads are working today. The front months are stronger than the back months. That's usually a good sign. Um, and, and the, the you know, the, you know, I'm a fundamentalist by nature. So, you know, we finished up at 182 here last week, Friday afternoon after the markets closed, of course. Um, so I think, you know, the, the, the uptrend is intact. Uh, the, the weights are coming down like you want them to. Weights are at or below a year ago now. Um, you know, the overall supply thing you and I talked a little bit off air is a puzzle to me. Uh, and I'm not sure if I have the answer, but it's, uh, you know, there's more of us thinking about that, Michelle. Well, we talked about first quarter placements, but the flip side of that is that year to date slaughter is actually down, what, 6% from last year? Correct. Uh, I think it's down, I think it's 5.8 now as of this last week's data. Okay. But so here we are, here we are in the middle of yeah, right. But it's the point is the same. So it's almost 6%, right? Um, so you're almost midway through the first quarter, uh, a quarter that uh, based on the October and November cattle on feed reports had most people saying, oh boy, look at this. We got 2% more cattle on feed. We got way more cattle in the first quarter than a year ago. And this is going to be a problem because we must have placed every single heifer. And, and I think we did place a lot of heifers. In fact, as of the end of the year, we had a record amount of heifers on feed again. Um, but so then where are they? Um, far be it for me to, to, to point fingers at, at, you know, statistical data, but, you know, they try their best, but sometimes it's not perfect or, or did in fact the weather back cattle up, you know? So this is quite a disparity, be 6% less instead of 2% more. If the weights were going the other direction or going higher, I'd be particularly alarmed. I'm relieved. It doesn't feel like we're backing them up. Um, while I have to caution though, 
look at the ingredients here. You got break evens that are much higher than where the cash is, much higher than where the cash is. Okay. Um, you got feed that's relatively cheap, certainly a lot cheaper than it has been the last couple of years. Uh, replacement feeder cattle costs are high. Um, you know, so the, 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 the risk there is that we fight the market. So let's stay dialed in. I think we're okay here. And in fact, I actually think cash is going to be better this week for some different reasons, partly the basis futures above cash. I think these guys that are so-called hedgers in the South, they always brag about, they ought to ask for more. And I would think they'd get it uh, because the way the break-evens are, I would think we'd be a little bit more stubborn here in the feed yards across the whole deal. Uh, and, and that should, uh, you know, lead to higher prices for now. So on the here and now let's go with, I think the market's okay. Um, and uh, stay dialed in though, just to whether we're staying current or not. Let me throw one other thing at you. The stock market's down really hard this morning as the CPI data came in a little hotter than expected. Do you think that's contributing to this? Excellent point. And I probably should have brought that up. You're you're hundred percent right. I, I, you know, I say it tongue in cheek because you know, we just come off uh, all time highs uh, last week uh, on the stock market, on the S and P futures. Uh, and, you know, I don't remember us dwelling a long time about how that ought to really be bullish cattle, but it's always seems like, um, you know, the cattle have vulnerability to those sorts of things. So, yeah, let's uh, let's not totally ignore that, I guess. Um, yeah, it's getting whipped pretty hard right now, isn't it? Um, yeah. So it's uh, it's 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 a factor. But I, I guess I, I'd say we'd be more than 60 lower if that was the only thing we were trading. You bet. One last question here about feeders. Obviously, the cash index has been rising. And we talked last week about this is the cash is pushing this or is going to hold that feeder market pretty much intact here. Just because it's so hot out there in the country, right? In terms of the cell barn activity? On fire. Um, I think you and I talked last week that, you know, when you look at the statistical data and extrapolate off of that cattle inventory report, what do we have left outside of feed yards available still to be placed a million less cattle, a little over a million less cattle year on year. You know, so anybody that's worth their salt fundamentally, of course, is going to, you know, look at, the feeder cattle futures in a little different light in that regard. And, and, and I, and I think, you know, some, I'm a cattle feeder. Okay. But um, s sometimes we are our own worst enemy. We go plowing in there because we're afraid we're going to run out or something. And, and uh, you know, it wouldn't be the first time that, um, you know, I've gone in there and, 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 and maybe we're overly aggressive, but um, I, 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 in the North, I mean, to a person that I talked to, uh, you know, the, the, the message seems to be, well, we got a big run this week and we'll have some cattle next week, but boy, it's going to slow up after that. Um, okay. You know, so I, I think that the available supply gets a little tighter. And so uh, some of us with empty pens, probably a little more aggressive than we would have been otherwise. Gotcha. Hogs are lower except for the February, which has to align with the index, obviously. But did the premium just get too big in the back months or are the funds just banking these profits here? I would go if the premium got a little big when we had that big scramble, you know, for the funds coming out of their length, uh, had a little more interest in the cash market than we'd had here for a little bit. Uh, the supply hasn't changed. Um, uh, we're still weighing more than a year ago. We still got plenty of hogs. Um, I, um, I would be afraid of a late fourth quarter break here on, on, on the stuff, in my opinion. Um, it, there, there is no steady in this hog market. As you know, it's straight up and it's straight down. Um, I, my inclination would be to think that there's more room below the market than above us. I would like to think by the time you get into the heart of the summertime that maybe some of that alleged liquidation that we think we saw last year should show up in tighter numbers. But look at that. We're already 15 over on June hogs. So um, difficult to trade. Uh, I'm, I'm cautious that the hogs, I'm, I'm more cautious toward the sell side. 
And corn is seeing a little strength this morning. We've been too sided in the soybeans, but beyond just maybe these pop because we're oversold, there's not a lot of bearish or bullish news to drive this market. It's mostly bearish, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, dumb saying by Brad Coyman, number 52. The only uh, good news is there isn't any good news. Uh, okay. you know, com commodity brokers ought to have a whole little book of sayings here. But, you know, the reality is, is, you know, what what is, you know, last week's news was not helpful. I mean, was it extremely bearish, the, the spidey man I'm talking about? No, but it was bigger than we thought again. Uh, beans and corn, both. Um, the, the, uh, the, okay, the one little thing here, maybe in my neck of the woods, basis is a little better on the corn, Okay. Uh, led by the ethanol guys. Um, we got a tremendous usage area where I'm at, Northwest Iowa, between feed and, and uh, ethanol. But basis is starting to firm up a little bit, which is something. Now, middle of February, not a lot to talk about. Uh, we got to get another month peeled off here. And then I think maybe the market has a better chance to start worrying about whether we're you know, the weather patterns are changing. Uh, you know, the farm was all the night guys, which I kind of believe in, you know, talking about all the fog we've had, wondering about, does that mean a late spring with a lot of rain? Yeah. You know, looking for some kind of catalyst to get the market off its behind. We got to get the funds to come out and it probably takes a 20, 25 cent rally to get them to start. So somewhere along the line, if we catch a fundamental blip like that, that might do it. Beans, we got to get back above 12 and I'm not exactly sure how we're going to do it here in the short term. Yeah, but then the farmers are just going to come in and pounce on that, aren't they, and sell? I think there's a, a real risk of big time farmer selling because uh, I, I think that that was kind of the plan in the fall there that uh, didn't need the money. Maybe uh, everybody was pulled up. Right. Uh, and uh, so there, there's going to be farmer selling. And unfortunately, grains typically rally after the farmer sells it and uh, not until he does. It. No doubt. Thanks for joining us. Brad Kramer with Kramer Kramer. Like that is market.